mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life. With Sensei Tim Hoover. Tim Hoover, hello. Hello, how are you, Steve? Um, well, consistency. We wanted to talk about that. Consistency. That word is just so powerful. I think that word right there could be the key to so much in life. It is. It's so powerful. Yeah, and again, using the martial arts as a gateway in right. the subject matter, but it's, it's for everybody, and it's in everything. It's how we attach ourselves to it or how we avoid it. And how also it grows in us consistency. Because I've seen, I've seen it. I've watched this happen over a lifetime in the dojo. And boy, let me tell you something. If you ever want to put the test of consistency up on the mat, right? It's not a better place than the dojo. That's yeah, true. Not a better place than the dojo. Well, it's the poster child example of what consistency can develop over time. You do notice things in the short term, but what you really notice it is long term. It is long term. Now, everybody can say, well, yeah, there's all kinds of consistencies. There could be this person who did, um, you know, 30 straight days on a roller coaster, you know, 24 hot dogs consistently. I mean, I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm talking about consistency that weighs in on life matters. Right. It makes you a better individual and crosses over to everything from relationships to the way you brush your teeth. The reason I'm bringing up brushing my teeth is <laughs> when I became a seventh degree in our own system, right. I wanted my staff at Black Belts, which were fifth degrees, I wanted them to sit down with me. And we had this thing called gifting. Right. So when somebody goes and they rank up to second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh, people close to them in rank up positions, they bring a gift in. Now, this is not from Costco or Walmart. Uh, this is a gift that they find maybe in their drawer that they've had for 30 years or something Maybe they picked up a rock or something like that on a walk in a forest. Bottom line is, I'm sitting down with my group at the time of fifth degrees, and they're acknowledging my rank up to seventh. And um, Danny hands me a toothbrush. I'll never forget it, Sensei Danny. He gives me this thing, and I, I look at it, and I'm thinking, this is his gift. And I'm thinking, whoa, you know, what is this supposed to mean? <laughs> does it mean that I have bad breath, or does it mean that I should brush my teeth more? Are my teeth ugly? What's going on here? I said, hey, Danny. Um, it's a really cool gift. Now, think about this. I have that in my office, and it's been there for, I don't know, 20 years. That's cool. And I look at it Here's all the time. Here's the real question. Have you ever used it? So, I, no. To brush your teeth. No, <laughs> no it's and just it's, kind of framed I, I there. think he used it before. I think he's kind of old. <laughs> he gave you a used one. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. Danny, man. No, but the bottom line is, I said, what does this mean, Danny? I said, what does this mean? He says, that's what you've taught us. He said, I am very consistent with my teeth. He said, I brush my teeth several times a day. That's a good thing. And he said- You've taught him dental hygiene. <laughs> I taught him dental hygiene. And he, no, no, no. No, he said, um, I think of you and the way you train and what you do and what you put across the mat. Right. He said, I think of it as a toothbrush. Consistency. I will always brush my teeth every day and I will always train in the martial arts every day. And you know, that had to be 20 years ago. And you know, he's still the same way. Yeah. Now, that's Danny. Now, there's not a lot of Dannys out there. There aren't. I tend to see a lot more because of the time I've spent in the martial arts and the kind of people that gravitate to that kind of skill level. I've seen a lot come and go. You know, like I say to people today when I'm teaching, I says, if you're not consistent, you're going to end up in the ER. So your choice is end up in the ER because you're going to have a heart attack or you're going to get hit and not be able to block. 
you know, or learn how to become consistent. It is the most annoying, irritating thing as a teacher that you try to get across early. And if you don't hit a consistent pattern, it's just, it's fruitless. And what happens is people get frustrated. Right. The next thing you know, they're, they're uh, falling into a pit and they're failing. I would really, really like, I, I know we have some people listening and I know that the show is a- I hope a, we have some people well, listening. Well, I hope we do. I hope we, do <laughs> I hope we have a lot of people not just, listening. <laughs> not just you and me. I know it's fun to do, but I hope there's people around listening to it what It is we growing. And by the way, thank you for those listening and supporting us. We appreciate that. We're getting more ratings. We're getting more reviews on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So it is growing and that's a good thing. And I would like if anybody could help me out here- since this is such a problem for me, teaching consistency, how can I become a better teacher at understanding how hard that is to acquire? You know, there's a lot of wannabes out there. And I always think about this, the wannabes, what happens? Why is it so hard just to be? Wannabe is not acceptable for me. You either are or you aren't. And I think the first problem with consistency is the matter of choice. Making the choices, making the right choices that you can stick to. And if you don't find something consistency, then consistency will find you. And it may not be the kind of consistent things that you want to get into. The next thing you know, you're into bad habits. The next thing you know, you might be gaining weight. The next thing you know, you might get just lazy and you don't feel alive anymore. If you don't fill your life up with some type of consistent format, it will find you in an ugly way consistency is basically repetition. It's about repeating the same actions, habits, and rituals. And we talk about how important rituals and traditions are Yes, by yes. doing them all the time. Doing a podcast. I talk about podcasting. You know, I produce podcasts for other people and everybody asks me, well, could I do one every couple months? I mean, you could. Right. What are you doing it for? Are you doing it to engage with people so you grow a listenership because they like you, which is what you want. If they like what they hear. They want more of it. They're not going to wait around three, four, five months for you to get around to doing another episode. Right, they right. forgot about you. You're gone. Right. Even if it's every other week, that's okay. Our show happens to be weekly. But yeah, it's growing as a result. And then so we come from the martial arts background. That's the gateways we always talk about. You show up two, three, four times a week, you're going to start seeing results. Mm-hmm. If you train every, uh, you know, once a month, no, not so much. But you're going to see it not just in your skill level. You're going to see it transcend into everything that you do. And that's right. that's my point in that. The value behind consistency is incredible. And, you know, here's an interesting thing. And I just learned this in another world, not the martial arts world, but in another world, I just learned this. As you know, my wife at 62 years old just got her real estate license and she went through a lot of work. She had to be consistent. She had to study. She had to go back to school like a lot of realtors. Okay. They do that. Right. But at the end of the day, a good friend of mine who is a career realtor, old time guy, he's been around forever. He says to me, and this is a fact statistically, he said, 41% of the people who pass their real estate license, 41% never sell a home. Wow. So that's really high. I never would have thought that high. Me neither. It's a fact. And the bottom line is it's the truth in a lot of things. I'd say 60%, 70% of the people who step foot in a dojo never get black, never go all the way, never succeed for whatever reason. They don't stick with the plan. Now, Maybe there's 25 or 30% of them that maybe it's not their thing. I get that. But I do see and I follow a lot of people and I'm watching and observing people for a long time. And I wonder what gets in the way. Your relationships. If you turn over to bad things that would be consistent, they're going to bleed you out. Yeah. Well, I was going to bring that up because consistency could also, it's a double-edged sword. It could hurt you. It could kill you. Sure it can. French fries. One French fry is not going to kill you. It's never going to hurt you. Going to McDonald's. Once in a blue moon is not going to kill you. Exactly. You do it 
weekly, that's not so good. If you do it weekly for 20 years in a row, that's how heart disease sets in. If you do it daily, big time, you're asking for trouble then. So it's making, it's making proper choices. Right. But right. what if the choices that you make are very hard? Like, in other words, a good hard. And that, again, is the martial arts. Those choices to be consistent in the martial arts school, they're hard. You're showing up. You're not showing up for a lobster dinner, man. You're you're showing up to be pushed. And so that happens to just grow in you. So everything you do, if you make hard choices, not easy choices, easy choices anybody can do, it's the hard choices. They transcend into, into bigger decisions and bigger and larger relationships. Look, at, I've been married for 42 years. Most of the people that have been with me in that dojo, in that school, oh my gosh, 28 years, 32 years, 25, 19. These are relationships that most people can't hold together for five years. Right. Everything, my career, my relationship with you, long term, long term. And that is created through hard, hard, hard work and facing yourself in the mirror every day and saying, is it my fault that I screw up? Did I not show up? And is this something that I take full responsibility for? And a lot of times it's communication. Communication creates consistency. Communication with yourself and other people. Obligation, for instance, one of the best things in the world is a buddy workout. If I'm training with you and I'm your age and I'm in that dojo three days a week, I'm going to bug you to show up even when you don't want to, to the point where you should feel guilty by not showing up because I know it's the best thing for you. Right. And you know it's the best thing for me. Right. Buddy, relationships create consistency. When you said it's hard work, it's not necessarily. It's just consistent work. That's the point of it. For instance, if you go in and uh, into the gym once a month and uh, you bust your butt like crazy to the point where you can't even walk and leaving the gym and then next day later you're so sore you can't even move, that's not – I'd rather go – three, four, five times a week work out for 20 minutes as opposed well, yeah. to one time a month for three hours. But that's where most people fail. That's where I see it. I always wondered that. I looked at people and said, why Why isn't it working for them? Because they really, really wanted it. You know, they really wanted to stay in the arena. And they're gone. And then they'll come back. And then they're gone. And they come back. And that's why. Because I know it's painful. They don't want to do the re-entry. What happens to a spacecraft when it re-enters the orbit? What happens? It burns up. Burns up. You don't want to get burned up. So what happens is you get tired of it. It's because they're not consistent. Right. So maybe you're right. I right. mean, if you take consistency a little bit every day and get used to it, maybe it's not that bad. Well, it just means to stay fully engaged without distraction. I think it's becoming more of a problem in today's world because, well, we talk about this all the time, but social media, and then everybody's looking for the quick payoff, the short-term payoff. And there's just not a short-term payoff. It's in the long haul to see the results down the road. And if you can commit to that, then you're going to see results. I think it's the increase in choices, too. I mean, it's like, to me, it's like going into a grocery market. I mean, you walk into a grocery market, you got all these choices to make. Oh, next thing you know, you got chocolate cake, you got all this wrong stuff to choose from. It's hard. And you got to stay consistent. You got to pick out the oranges and the blueberries. You got to get the right stuff. And you got to do that every day. Tony Robbins says it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently. Yeah. And that sums it up, what we're talking about yeah. here. You know, again, as you approach every day, you get that cup of coffee in the morning, that consistent cup of coffee. As a matter of fact, it's supposedly good for you now. These things shape the rest of your day, how you approach your day in the morning. Rituals, I want to ask you something. If you look around you, how many things are good and have rituals and seem to have a ritual for a reason? I'll tell you exactly. The Catholic Church right. has a lot of rituals. They're bringing people in. They're going through the ritual the process of the spiritual stuff. What else do you see that has rituals? I see the martial arts obviously has rituals. Right. I think the key to a ritual is finding a great place of leadership where there is a band leader 
where there's a process that you learn to go through the rituals. In other words, if there's a Catholic church, there's a priest. If there's any kind of arena and there's a process where you're in fellowship, again, think about this, leadership and fellowship, you have to have other people with you, not doing their own thing. They can, and I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's so much easier when you walk into a dojo with 20 other adults and there's a ritual, there's a bow in, there's a way to do it, and there's a process. Process. I was going to say that exact word. Key to process. Right. Key to process. It's a system. It's a system. Yep. And then I'll help you get through, maybe start the engine, and then the engine starts running on itself, and then you make your good choices by yourself. Well, even think about people, you know, you have an addiction, let's say AA, for instance, you go to a group because you're connected, and you're all taking those steps together- Uh, To break a negative thing, to change a negative thing into a positive, but it's steps that you take and and showing up at a meeting at an AA meeting once in a blue moon is not going to do any good, but consistently showing up, changing the system, actually changing your system, your whole entire workflow of your life is is what uh, builds new habits. And the cool thing about consistency too, is there could be short-term and long-term. For instance, short-term everyday stuff that you do. And then there's long-term, like we talked over Thanksgiving, the ritual of holiday, right? the ritual, the tradition, which means family and friends and food. What would it be like if you turned out for a ritual and you had family and friends, but no food? (laughs) I don't think it would continue. (laughs) So the idea is that consistency is created by elements, by things that bring us together for the bottom line result, which is to make a better person. Let me ask you this on a daily basis. And I'm not even talking martial arts. You can include that if you want, but I'm talking about the little things. And I know you have a lot on a daily basis. Give me a number, a round number. How many rituals do you do? I'll, oh, t- I'll tell you mine. Yeah. I'd say that, you know, every day I'm at 10 or 15 rituals. Nah, I, think. I think more. Knowing you the way I do. Yeah. I think I do probably, probably about 50, 60 different things. Okay. Then give me, give me five. Just give me five of your rituals that you do. Five of your most important. And we'll start at the very beginning of the day. It's just easiest to go in chronological order. In a, in a, I mean, don't say eating. No, no, no. Of course. No, that's a given. No, no, no. There's a prayer I say the very first thing I do. I wake up and I kiss my kids, my son and my two girls. That's the very first ritual. Don't you kiss your wife? (laughs) (laughs) She gets mad at me if I wake her. Well, Well, you know I get up very early in the wee hours of the morning, like 3, 3.30 a.m. Okay, okay. You're excused. She's like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. (laughs) I think she'd prefer if I don't. But uh, setting that aside, uh, yeah, the kids, they don't wake up. So I just kiss them in their sleep. Anyway, uh, there's just a whole process. No, no, no. Wait, wait a second. This is really interesting. Before oh, we, no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before, you, before <laughs> we, we hit a pothole. No. I, oh, it, no, no. Because I'm telling you, you're what? onto something and it's so important to have rituals and every, everybody. This should. is going to lead to roses. Here, I know it. No, I, I know. No, I got to no. get my wife roses. No, no, no. What? All kidding aside, here's mine, okay? If I don't do these, I get upset and I feel a sense of, I feel a sense of failure and frustration. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the best way that I'm failing something. So like you. Yes, I have a prayer. I read scripture. I start every day that way. And I try to read something inspirational rather than something negative like the news. Okay. Then I get up and I go through the process, the rituals of getting my act together and getting my approach to work and the different things that I have to do, whether it's an investigative case or it's working outside. The ritual process of getting myself psyched, mentally psyched to conquer the day, so to speak. Towards the evening, as I try to wind myself down, and again, you said not to include the martial arts, but towards the evening, as I wind myself down, I always have a glass of wine or two yeah, to chill out and just to relax and kind of meditate on the day. I always reflect. I always reflect. By reflecting, I see some of the things I did wrong, some of the things I did right. So again, 
those are just a couple things that I do. I know I do every day that maybe are a little different than the martial arts or brushing your teeth, so to speak, but that bring the mental part of my life into target, into focus. This is the way I look at it. If I don't make the proper time, even if I have to get up early to do these things, if I don't make the proper time, I feel like I haven't strengthened that particular muscle to have a prayer and read scripture. That's spiritual. I mean, that's something that I've got to do. If I don't exercise that every day, I'm afraid I'll lose it. Right. So it's not so much habit. It's it's like this fear thing where I need this, you know, and then just like my training in the martial arts, really come back to it. It's my exercise. It's my passion. It's something that's hard to do, but I get such good stuff coming back at me because of all the people I train with. We talk about this all the time. So there's always things coming your way because you're making better decisions. You can see it. You don't want to lose that. Sensei Phil asked me one time, a long time ago, when we were talking to the kids, and I'll end it with this. The question we posed to all the kids is, you know, what, what do they want in life? Now, these were J1s, right. 12, 13, 14, 15. What do they want to do in life? And they, all the kids answered different things. And then he asked me. And I said, I just don't want to lose what I have. Right. That's it. And so that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I just don't want to lose what I have. I want to keep it going. So anyway, this was a good topic. Maybe think, if you're out there, think about the things that you're consistent with and the rituals that you have. And if they pay off or if they don't, get rid of the bad ones. Consistency guaranteed will challenge your character. If you're consistent, you will have a good character if you make the right choices. And I believe that. And I see that. And I think that is one of my purposes in life at the karate school is to teach consistency. And that requires me sometimes to be a salesman rather than a sensei. Right. But I'm there for it. I'm in, you know, so. Uh, but again, we can't stress enough consistent, wise choices. Exactly. But you always ask me on the show, you always say, well, what's the solution? You know, we can talk about consistency. We can say, we can define it. We can talk about it. But what's the solution? Yeah. You know, the solution is just making the right choices. And I don't care if it's gift wrapping. I don't care if it's learning how to play chess. I mean, Seriously. Just be consistent and pick a good thing that you know that you're going to grow in um, throughout your whole life and flourish from it and take that energy, all that good stuff and spread it around. There's too much dead wood around. We don't need to do that. We don't need to continue to do that. Yeah, for sure. And it takes time. You know, sometimes in certain families and certain people, they come into the school, they have it already. And then in some families, you can just see that they weren't born and raised that way. So it takes longer if you really want to break the chain and you really want to start good habits, it takes longer to build that because you're working from a deficit. For example, when I was a young kid, when I opened my eyes, the first thing I saw was my mom and my dad, but my grandmother, she lived with us. That old soul was with me from the time I started life and until I was 19 years old. And she always used to tell me that she'd tuck me in bed at night. Sometimes she'd be the first person I'd see in the morning, especially when I was young. And she'd always tell me that there's an angel on your left shoulder. And there's a devil on your right shoulder. Mm. And they're both yelling and screaming in your ear at the same time. Eventually, it's going to be which one you choose to listen to. Eventually, one will fade away. And so the good choices are choices of angels. They're the ones that set you on a better track, a better place. But once you start forgetting about that angel on your left and you start hearing the dark side on the right, and you, know, you fall in that pit. And now you're four feet down, you're 10 feet down rather than 20 feet up. Similar to the story of the two wolves. Same thing. Which yeah. one you feed, that's the one that's going to grow strong. Exactly. So anyway, good choice, Steve. I'm glad we talked about it and see if anybody has any advice that they can give me on how I should deal with consistency 
as far as a teaching matter. Well, here's the thing. We're doing this podcast consistently every week. You can count on it. A brand new episode every Thursday. We appreciate you consistently checking it out each week. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on Sensei Hoover's way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation, creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.